0: It's the Dork. Dork Podcast. It's the Dork, Dork. Podcast.
1: With Rich Keith. It's the Dork Podcast. Hashtag it's the Hashtag Dork. Dork Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keith, Joined as always by Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you?
2: What's up? Oh, you know how it is. Same old old. So, yeah. You know how we do. I like you're trying some new uh intro some new openings we're doing something we're just trying something a little bit different you know what i mean yeah i never know how to start i don't know gonna to keep d- the kids interested i don't know what to do with my hands i don't know what to do with these
1: what should i do with these i'm not sure you hey, with my hands yeah Dorktober is over, but that means it's now
2: Movember, and I know that's a, a pretty important month to you. you got a lot going on. There's it a lot going on. The good people of Movember have let me partner with them, so all of my streams that are coming at you this month um, that will be in lieu of donations and bits and subscriptions. If you click any of the links on t- uh, www.twitch.tv backslash you'll see some graphics and some info. Click on any of those. It'll take you right to my page, so in lieu of any of that stuff. How about a donation? You know it's a good Why cause not? they're I'm not gonna kill you one of the good charities no they're one of the good charities right they're not like one of those like fake ones you know if you can check no. out all the financials at movember.com see how they get down uh they're good people and they've done right by me so please help them out help the cause raise awareness for men's health all that good stuff it's all good ryan let's get to the news hit it
1: I did not see this movie. I know you did not see this movie, but Bohemian Rhapsody is in theaters now. It was number one at the box office, made $50 million, rocking a 60% on Rotten Tomatoes. And it's funny, just on Twitter, from people that I follow or people who have been retweeting people or whatever, it seems very
2: split. And it's like people either love it or hate it. It doesn't seem like there's too many people in between. Uh, And the problem I have with it is... um I tweeted out like, just go and watch Queen's set at Live Aid 1985, and you'll see yes. what this band's all about. You don't need to spend two hours; you can just watch Freddie Mercury absolutely dominate eighty thousand people in one in one go, and it's it's pretty incredible to watch. Um, my, I guess so. From the people I know who saw it, their issue with it was is um, the movie is very suggestive of things that Freddie Mercury did, but doesn't go there. Mm. If you know what I mean. I also um, guess like they kind of, they
1: bend the timeline and it's like, you don't like the story is probably interesting enough on its own. Like, I don't know why
2: you need to change certain events. So listening to Rami Malek talk about it, and I guess the people were raving about his performance, not so much about the movie, but how he yeah. did as Freddie Mercury um, he, from listening to him talk. He says the band and he says it like completely diplomatic, but he's like the band had a lot of input on this. Yeah. And they, I guess they were on set, like, constantly. So I think they might have whitewashed it a little bit. Well, so what I also heard was, I forget who was talking about
1: this, but I guess uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, who, of course, everybody thought was going to play Freddie Mercury and would have been a dead ringer for Freddie Mercury. Yeah. I guess he was on Howard Stern a while ago, and he was talking about how, like, the band had did have a lot of input on the movie, and they were talking to him about it, and they they were like, all right, so, like, They wanted to continue to. They 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 thought it was a Queen movie. Like they didn't think it was a Freddie Mercury movie. They thought it was all about Queen. So they're like, all right. And so that's when Freddie passed away. But then we got to do like you know what happened with the rest of the band. And Baron Cohen's like, well, (laughs) yeah. think so. I remember
2: listening to that interview on Stern, and he was like, yeah, they killed Freddie Mercury like halfway through the movie. Yeah. Sorry guys. Sorry guys. Freddie Mercury dies of AIDS unfortunately he but, does. Um, and
1: I also feel yeah. like that's maybe a good spot for the movie to end. Like, I'm sorry. Like, that's just how it is. and like, maybe it's not fair, but usually the lead singer or maybe a really charismatic, you know, lead guitarist
2: or something. They're sort of the leads. Sorry. That's just well, what it is. Well, now they have Adam Lambert, you know, American. Good. Idol. good. Oh, he's incredible. But like, I, oh, I'm yeah, just telling right. you, just YouTube queen live aid, 1985. And it's like a seven song, six, seven song set. And <sighs> it's just incredible. So, so check that's that all, out. That's, that's yeah. all you
1: need. I'll probably eventually
2: give this a watch, but it's not a theater movie for me. No, absolutely. I'll watch it, but it's not mm. a theater movie for me either.
1: Hey, Ryan, if you like watching things at home, there's good news because Batman, the animated series, is now finally out on Blu-ray. Yay. I'm, ex- you know, get get in on that. <laughs> Yay, you, Blu-ray. Want, who who buys that. DVDs? I don't know. I haven't bought them in a long time. I I spent way too much money on DVDs back in the... uh,
2: You and I both did. We're done. We've outgrown DVDs. We're better than DVDs. I've moved on from DVDs. I'm an adult. I now buy Funko Pops. Yeah, exactly.
1: Hey, Ryan. Yes. Uh, True Detective Season 3 had a trailer. Uh, The show comes out January 13th. This is one of those ones where... They have a real chance here. Season 1 was awesome, season 2 was terrible, so season 3
2: is a is a perfect tiebreaker for True Detective. And I would say that um the first season of True Detective
0: mm-hmm. with
2: McConaughey and Woody Harrelson, yes, might be one of my top 10 single seasons of a television show.
1: I don't I've blame you
2: for that at all. It was very it was
1: very good, very yeah. strong. I enjoyed the whole thing. Now the ending, I think Going back to that show, it was just so good that I don't think – I don't know what the perfect ending would have been. And I, th- I remember a lot of people feeling kind of being let down a little bit because yeah. it just – it didn't have like a super powerful ending. But the show itself was, was awesome. I loved, it how, was they, like, I loved yeah. how it
2: was told. I loved the whole thing. It was great. It had everything you could have wanted in an adult cable drama. It had mm-hmm. like really good action, like super suspense. Um, it was thought-provoking. And wonderful nudity. Sure wonderful. It was. And I thought, uh, Ryan, if you're asking, tasteful. Oh, it was completely tasteful. Completely no. tasteful. Um, My favorite kind. There was intrigue. Yes. yeah. Was spooky at times? I thought so, sure. A little Had spooky. Had a, se- a bit of a seven vibe to it at times? Did it have any macabre? Uh, a little bit. A little a bit, bit, sure. A little bit like uh, that bayou macabre. I don't know how you say it. Well, that macabre is French. Macabre. Yeah, that's probably just it's, it. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was. It yeah. was. Yeah, I think the... Uh,
1: It was definitely a little scary at times, but yeah, seven's a good... It did have a seven feel to it. Yes, it did. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, Ryan, uh, It Chapter 2 is done filming, and according to uh, an interview, Bill Hader, who is in the film, says it's surprisingly emotional. Uh,
2: I don't know what that means. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know what that means either, uh, because... Uh, yeah. having read, I don't want to, you know, be the guy who says having read the book. Well, but, but you, um, you're that guy. That's okay. Embrace it. I don't want to be that guy. Lean but into it know, a little I, bit. I'm you're leaning, not. In, okay. So you're not, not that guy. No, it was, the book was not that emotional. It was very creepy and very, uh, weird crass. at times. Crass. Oh, oh yeah. You had like kid orgies and stuff. It was, really uh, weird. But, uh not I mean, me. I, I didn't, I didn't make it up. That was just the book. No, um, it's one of the great writers of our time. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know how you turn spin that into emotional, but I'm dying to see it. I can't wait to see it. I'm looking forward to that. Oh, by the way, I was doing
1: uh, just a little bit of uh, dork research, and I was looking ahead to films that are coming out in 2019. Let Mm -hmm. me be the first to say it right now. 2019 is going to be better than 2018 at the cinema. Ooh. There's all kinds of movies that you're going to want to watch. Because I was also, this is a a bit of a a brief uh, detour, but... 2018 movies I've seen probably close to twenty that have come out this this uh, calendar year, mm-hmm. and I think uh, Infinity War is the only six stone movie I've seen. Ooh, not Black Panther. Nope. Hmm. Did I give that a six? I don't remember. I, I mean, I could go back and listen to what I gave it to. I I probably uh, I don't think I did, and, and if I did, I, I would take it back. But I think that's probably the second best movie I've seen. Like yeah, it's and just. I'm gonna...
2: Okay, you go, you go ahead. You talk.
1: No, I was just, just going to say that was the second best. And, like, obviously for my list, it's it's really dominated by, like, comic book movies like, you know, Ant-Man and the Wasp and Deadpool 2 are like, up towards the top. But those movies were all good. But I'm looking ahead to next year, and you got another Avengers. You got another Star Wars. You got movies like It Chapter 2. Like, there's a, a bunch of sequels, which I guess every year there's always sequels. But then there's, you know, Glass comes out next year. Yeah. And, uh I forget. I was just going through it. I'm like, you know, the, the other Spider-Man, Captain Marvel. I was like, wait
2: a minute. We got a whole a we got a whole bunch of stuff. I hope we live that long. I hope we live that long. I do too. Yeah.
1: No, I'm definitely you know. rooting for everybody that listening to this is able to yeah. see some of those films next year. Absolutely. Speaking of films, Ryan, maybe you can explain this to me. Now, I have not watched The Walking Dead yet this year, sure. but I plan on, because I've seen every other episode going into the season, I'll eventually go back and watch a bunch of them. But this isn't even a spoiler because they've been announcing this like crazy, trying to get people to watch. it's been all watch. over the news, yeah. But Rick Grimes, uh, played by Andrew Lincoln, is done. But apparently, there's a story that he is going to star in multiple Walking Dead movies for AMC. They are just going to bleed
2: this thing dry, aren't they? It's already dry. It's dry. They what are is just that? just they got both hands on it, and they're just squeezing... This, this sponge of this show until it, the last drip of whatever comes out of it. I don't need a Rick Grimes movie, thank and you I'm, very much. I'm hearing, what's it, Norman Reedus is making like a million dollars an episode now? Wow. Good for him. Like That's like Seinfeld money. Like That's crazy. That is. That is. It's like Friends. Yeah. Hey, do you think the Friends were all Friends? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, do yeah. You th- I know the Sex and the City ladies did not get along very well. Oh, that really? Control. Was Kim it that Control Cynthia a, Nixon? No, no Kim it was Tr- that Kim, Kim Cattrall was a bit of a troublemaker. You know, she the has, The woman from Police Academy? And she... And yeah, she was in Police sure. Academy, the original Police Academy. And then right. she went on to have booming success with a little movie called Mannequin. I don't know if you've seen that movie. Uh, no, Andrew. I missed that. Oh. That one slipped through the cracks. Oh, what a wonderful film. Yeah. In nice. which she is the mannequin. Now, let me ask you this. Tasteful? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, there's nothing about that movie that's tasteful. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is a completely in bad taste. All right. Well, except right. That's a- song. Except for the song "Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now" by Starship, they of the "We Built This City" fame. Ah uh, yes. Ah so, uh, yes. The band that was once Jefferson Airplane, which is a very big psychedelic band in the '60s, went um, on to make "We Built This City" and "Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now." Two terrible '80s songs. Do they do the song uh, "White Rabbit"? Yes, they do. So that's yeah. the same band. Can you believe that? I, I like that song though. And, and I'm been, not into the psychedelics. I don't want to be uh, you know a prude, but oh, no. I'm not really a psychedelic kind of guy. Well, this has been Davey's 80s music minute.
1: <laughs> and that's the way the news goes. Ryan, <laughs> let's get to the uh, let's get to your news. Let's get to the real stuff.
0: It's time for Davies video Game Minute. Even if it takes more than a minute.
2: All right, Ryan, what do you have now? We get, so, we get some odds and ends here, a little Good. bit. Um, so, uh, Overwatch news, Richard, our season is complete. We, You and I are very disappointed at our standing last season, so we need to Ugh. kind of pick up. Um, and one of the ways I plan on doing that is they've introduced a new character, Richard. Oh, I saw her. She looks quite lovely. And um, little uh, peek behind the curtain, tonight on uh, twitch.tv backslash D, we're going to be doing a little uh, preview of Ash, the new Good. character. She's like I a like female McCree. Yes. Um, and she has her ultimate. Is she has a, a butler uh, named Bob, who you shoot at people, and he has uh, machine gun fists. So hey, it's, it looks uh, it's, a little bit like uh, Gun Jack. He does a little bit look like Gun Jack with a little uh, handlebar mustache. So that's so that's fun. Yeah, hey, maybe um, that was P Jack. <laughs> yeah, who, who knows? Who at this point? And the other bit of news I have. So um, there was a bit of a, cr- a controversy. Uh, uh, controversy yeah right blizzcon so the people at blizzard were teasing this uh new diablo title which people love their diablo i play diablo i love it i think it's great um and they're like they're pumping this big thing and people were just assuming that they're gonna port it to twitch i mean uh, the switch which is great so now you can play diablo on switch and they did that and they're like all right here's the new title and people are like leaning in and they're like it's a mobile game. And everyone was like, what? No. Like what? You brought us all the way up to the convention <laughs> to, to like your big thing is like you're a mobile game. Rough. So people were pretty upset with that. So not great. Um, oh, Ryan, I, I also. You, yes. Yeah. I was going to say, do you have that little bit of Fortnite news that came out today? Oh, that they're all had the
1: NFL jerseys and stuff? Yeah, they're teaming up with the NFL. That made big yeah. uh, big news in the old sports world. People were the old sports all, world. So, all flutter
2: about that it, as well. Yeah, if you're checking out Ninja's stream, who is a big uh, Uh, detroit lions fan um there you you go he was uh he was sporting some detroit lions stuff and i guess you can the big thing is you can change the number on the jersey oh that's nice which is nice so you have a bunch of 69s running around out there you can go uh 24 you tie law
1: you could tie a lot or you go if maybe ninja's gonna go 84 for a herman moore
2: maybe it was a nice receiver maybe um so there's that, and the the last bit of news I have is the the big Nintendo. We don't give Nintendo people enough love on on this. No, podcast, that's true. I'm aware. That's a good that's um, a good point. So they did have a big announcement with uh, the new Smash Brothers title, which is touting seventy four characters. Jesus, which what is, is this Infinity which is War? A lot. It's a lot. Um, there's a story mode now, I guess, that features Kirby. Fan oh, I heard Kirby. that. Yeah, didn't Kirby? Um, wasn't Kirby the only guy who didn't die? Yeah, he's the only guy who didn't die, and he's also. Uh, he's basically, if you talk to anybody who plays Smash Brothers, he is, like, the odd job of Smash Brothers. Right, yeah, that's Like, bullshit. if you use Kirby, you're um, cheating. Yeah, yeah Um, much. and, uh, so some of the characters they're including now, I guess Ken from Street Fighter is in there. Okay. Uh, there's a couple of the Pokemans. I know you like the Pokemans. Sure, who doesn't? My nephews are all about it. All about the Pokemans. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. This game might be fun. It's a little bit of a button masher. I never really got into Smash only because we were such big Tekken guys, and it seemed right. kind of silly to me. Yeah. Um, but there are people who still play. Like on, People love it. Yeah. They love it, and they still play the one on, uh, what's it? The must be the Wii or the Wii U. And, uh, yeah, or the, even like yeah. the, oh, what's the other one? The Cube there, the Dream Cube, the Cube. Just the Cube, yeah. It? Nintendo the, Cube. Uh, is it, no, it was called something I don't else. Game GameCube? Yeah, the GameCube. So the people GameCube. still play on that. There's like competitive <clears throat> tournaments and they play the GameCube one. Ice Cube? Uh, no, Ice T. Oh, yeah. Cop Killer. Ice T and Coco. Cop yeah, Killer. You got it. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, what, yeah, that's yeah, exactly yeah. what we're talking about. So, yeah. No doubt. So that's it. So that's Davy's video game in it for this week. A little slow slow in the news this week, but we got our Overwatch news. We got our Fortnite news. What else you, What do you want from me?
1: I don't know. That's good. I thought it was a great job. Get off was, my back. Not, no, no one's on your back. You're good. All good. Ryan, are you ready for the topic du jour? What? Ryan? No, the. I'm sorry, I wasn't. It- Oh, it's just the topic of the day. Oh, t- right. okay, Today, yeah. Ryan, it is Daredevil Season 3, the 13-episode season on Netflix. This was uh, Marvel Netflix's first-ever show, and the way things are going, it could be their last. Not because this wasn't a good season, we'll get to that, but just because they're axing everything else. So we don't know the future yet of this show.
2: At least uh, at the time
1: that we're recording this, we don't, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, it would make sense, and the, pe- the big speculation is that they're ending all of these contracts, so Marvel can take all of these things for their own streaming service. I know, or like the Disney streaming, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So that, so who knows? Maybe you'll see these characters again. But let's just let's let's focus on the season itself, and we will do as we always do: begin spoiler free. So if you've not gotten around to watching all thirteen episodes yet, uh, this is the spoiler free portion. Ryan, let me ask you this: Did you like it? Oh yes. Oh yeah. Yes. I feel very similar. Oh I, yes, I, you know what? I I'm gonna go ahead and say it. You know, life's too short, Ryan. I loved this season. Did you love Did it? it? Loved it. Did
2: you love it? Um, Ooh. I liked it. Liked it. Ooh, hesitation. I liked it. Liked it. I didn't love it. Ah, but I lo- it was like, I... a, yeah, it was like a this has potential to love kind of yes. thing. Yes. Yes. And
1: you I'll know? tell you what, if you're a fan of Daredevil comics, and really, to me. There's the big three as it relates to right. Daredevil comics. There's the two by Frank Miller, Born Again, and The Man Without Fear. And then there's also the Jeff Loeb kind of one-off uh, Daredevil Yellow. So if yes. you have read those three, specifically for this season, if you have read Born Again and you liked
2: it, th- I mean, this is... This is as- exactly what that story is. And by the way, you yeah. named four. You said there were three big ones. You named four. No, I didn't. You said the two, the two by Frank Miller, Frank Miller Born and then, Again, and yeah. then The Man Without Fear. That's four. No, Frank Miller did those two. I know, but you said that there's a big. No, forget it. You forget son it. of a
1: bitch! I'm, I'm, you son of a bitch! Don't <laughs> slow me down right now. I said I said the two by Frank Miller, and then I named the two by Frank Miller, and then I said uh, yellow. Those that's okay. three
2: books. All right, fine. I'm three just, books. Three is the I'm number.
1: Just, I'm just giving you the business. We yeah, fun. it's a little early for that. Yeah, we're, we, we like to keep a loose clubhouse yeah, here. Yeah, Loose clubhouse. Right. What did you think of the? Uh, well, I guess the story kind of was born again. So obviously the story was good. That but was awesome. what about what about the uh, the action and the fights? Which again, Daredevil. Going back to season one, even season two, has had some of the best comic book movie or TV show action fight scenes I think we've ever seen. And I think they continued
2: it in this season. And what the magic is, they always do one every season. That's incredible. And this one is like it doesn't miss a beat. The the big one, you'll know it exactly when you see it. Um, And this isn't a spoiler because if you've watched the last two, you know it's always uh, one shot. Oh and my they, god! The never it was stops. It,
1: it was intense. Like I was like getting worked up watching it. I'm like, oh my god! Like this, is, and then it just kept going. And you're just
2: like, oh my god! Like this. Yeah. It was just it is violent as shit too. And you know what I, I love yeah. about those fight scenes is he, um, in the big ones like that, like he always has to like take a break. He like takes the, a break, and although he also takes a fucking beating. Oh yeah.
1: Like he gets his ass kicked, and that's what's so great about Daredevil, and also like anytime. There's a like a young Batman version where he's not like completely dominant yet and like not the you know yeah, sure. he doesn't are because they, they're both human. Like I know Daredevil has you know he just all the his senses are super heightened and right. but like they're human and so like they fight and it's not like they don't just wipe the floor with guys. Like they I, get it, the shit kicked out of them.
2: Yeah, and it happened to when the first time you saw the Punisher too when he did his uh his prison oh my fight. God.
1: Yes! Oh my God, that was, he that was incredible. He got like oh. stabbed a bunch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he did not do well. Like he, no. he would have lost on points if it wasn't yeah. for <laughs> yeah, was the at knockout at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Needed it. Need the knockout here. Yeah. The times against him. Uh, then the other thing we usually look at when we talk about uh, movies or TV shows is
2: the comedy, and there really wasn't any. I didn't think. Right? No, and I think there are certain characters in any cinematic like um, comic book universe that aren't really funny. Like, you know, um, like Batman, for instance, is just... Yeah. You can't make a funny Batman, like, anymore. Right, he shouldn't be.
1: Like, like, George Clooney, like, we will try it, but it's like,
2: that's not... Yeah, don't that do not feels-
1: Don't do that, don't do that. Like, and yeah, Spider Daredevil's Man's not...
2: Yeah, and, like, Spider-Man's kind of funny. Like, Iron Man, like, has his moments oh, yeah. where he's, like, charming and funny, and, like, Daredevil is just not funny at no, all. No,
1: he's not, and I think... I don't know. Like, do they want Foggy to be funny? Because he's not really
2: either he, at all. Oh, we'll get into he that. He sucked. We'll get, okay, we'll, we'll get to about, him. Yeah, let's talk about We get a lot of to unpack with Foggy. So uh, how does this fit within the
1: MCU? I'm, I'm just kidding, Ryan. This is, it's a Netflix show, so they don't give a shit. The movies but don't I, care. The shows don't care. It doesn't matter. I feel
2: like they did a little bit better, though, because um, mm. there were things they kind of mentioned by name. There were things that they, Right. No, nah, I don't know. We'll we'll get to it in spoilers. Yeah. Like I just think,
1: whatever. It's not. We can get to more of that. As far as the Netflix universe, it picks up on stuff, you know. And again, we can get into that a little bit too. Um, we'll see where it goes. I guess the
2: the next thing would be: Is this the best Daredevil season? oof uh that's that's actually kind of tough that's uh, i didn't expect you to ask me that question um mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, we do
1: the hard we do the hard-hitting questions here on hashtag dork that's what we're known for
2: my gut says no i'm like, like roy
1: firestone fir- over here you are
2: i like the first season still um yeah i just thought that was so good but this is i mean once daredevil one two and three are incredible so, so admittedly yeah like
1: yeah recency bias i'm putting it number one now yeah that could change in like a week or two, or maybe if I go back and watch some of the other one. So this is how I, there's been 11 seasons of Marvel Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. And this is how, this is what my order is. And I know we sort of did this a little bit with iron fist and Luke cage, this is what my order is right now. I'm saying this right now, daredevil season three, the best, it was the best one. Jessica Jones season one to me is number two. Then daredevil season two, then daredevil season one. Then the Punisher, that's my top five. Yep. Then I have Iron Fist Season 2, I liked a lot. Then the Defenders, then I'll go Luke Cage 1, Luke Cage
2: 2, Jessica Jones 2, and then Iron Fist 1 is still the worst for me. I agree that Iron Fist 1 is still the worst. So I would, the only thing I would do, my list is, the top five is the top five. For me. Yes, like without,
1: without question, and then without you can question. jumble them
2: around if you want. And you, can, you I was going to say, those are interchangeable, like that is like the top tier. Um, yeah. Of those, and uh, I liked Luke Cage season one slightly more than you did, yeah. Um, so I might put that ahead of the Defenders. Yep. Um, but that. other than other than that, um, we're we're pretty spot on. There, I mean, but that's the thing is like this show has
1: been so good. Like the worst Daredevil season is at worst the fourth best. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's oh, yeah. just. But it's just so good, and like you really, I I really want to see another season of it. But we'll we'll see what happens with that. I also think that so Charlie Cox, who has played Daredevil in all three of these seasons, and he was in the Defenders as well, he is exactly what I would want Daredevil to be. Like I think he is he is perfect at it. And if you look he at great. all of the MCU casting, like TV and movies. Like, I know Robert Downey Jr. has really become Iron Man, and Iron Man has become Robert Downey, like, kind of vice versa. But, like, if you see Robert Downey in something, I don't say, oh, look, it's Iron Man. No, you say no. that's Robert Downey Jr. Right. Whereas, like, if Charlie Cox is in anything ever again, like, that's
2: dare, as He's Daredevil to me. Well, I think they do a good enough job. He covers his face enough where that might not happen. Um, but I Oh, like, I, he like, might like, be able to pull off somebody else?
1: But, like, even yeah. the way he talks, though, like, the way he is, like... He's part, like, size-wise, like, his cadence, like, everything about him. Like, this guy, it was perfect casting. And there's even a story.
2: Like, yeah, like, the boxer stance, like, when he fights because he's a boxer. So, like, he has, right. like, that boxer stance, which is, right. you know, is dead on. And it's got to be really tough to play blind when you're not. Well, that and that's the thing that's incredible. Like, if you watch him interact with people when, like, his glasses are off, like, he never looks people in the eye. No, it's got to be I, really it's, tough. It's really hard to do. I mean, like, when, so yeah. you're taught. You know, he look people in the eye, but he you can tell he like leans his head in and kind of tilts his head so he's like listening, but he's not he's like yeah, looking like, like over clearly the shoulder. He really
1: did a lot of research on that. Like yeah. he definitely like he pulls it off really well. He spent some time with some some blind people. He had I think to he did. I think that he did. Also, there was a story a while ago, I think it was it might have been the Han Solo movie that he auditioned for and he was saying that he was so into being daredevil that he had like the worst audition ever. Cause like, he couldn't even turn it off. Like he was still probably acting like daredevil. And they were like, the hell is this? Like, yeah, what are you doing? Huh? Like, you can, so, they're like <laughs> waving their hands in front of his face. Like we're, like, you know, we're here, right? What are you, what are you doing? What is wrong with you? <laughs> but I think he's one of the, I think he's one of the best cast heroes. I think he does such a good job, like out of everybody. Like, and there's, but now, between all the movies, there's a zillion of them, and I would put him in the top five, like if you're talking about like casting like from reading a comic book and then putting the guy on, sc- on screen like i I can't say enough good things about him yeah, for sure um the villain this season and and we'll get into more of it in spoilers and all the different ones, but everybody knows just from the previews that that Kingpin was back. And I know I was in the minority, but I was not wild about Kingpin in the first season. I know a lot of people liked him. I just thought it was too much. Like some of the monologues, I thought it was overacting,
2: but mm-hmm. I r- thought he was great in this in this season. And what's great is that you get to see, because Kingpin, in you get to see him kind of come up in Daredevil 1. Like he's not Wilson Fisk, the Wilson mm-hmm. Fisk, the Kingpin yet, kind of. Like mm-hmm. he's very well off. He's very wealthy, but he's not Kingpin. He's not like in charge. Yeah, he's not like this, right? And you see, kind of in this season, how he does that, and he yeah. is slick. Like, oh my is, god,
1: yeah, yeah, and smart. And he's like dressed. He's wearing the suits. He's wearing like yeah. the suits from the comics, like the like mm-hmm. the white suits all the time. Like he looks, he looks legit. And he's. I mean, he is well cast. Like he kind of grew on me. Like the first season, again, I was like, it's a lot of them. Season two, I liked it because he wasn't in it a ton, but they used him enough, and I'm like, all right, this is this is good. And then they went back to it and you're like, man, again, you talk about
2: villains in the MCU. Yeah. Guy he's kind of the in the top, top ones. is he in the top five? He's, yeah, I mean he's he's Marvel's Lex Luthor. Yeah,
1: he is. And like he you would love, love to see him involved with Spider-Man at some point. Would oh, love yeah. it. Love it. He even made a comment, it was funny, somebody probably somebody like me who is so upset with like the Netflix and the movies trying to sell you a bill of goods like they're all in the same universe even though they're not and somebody tweeted at vincent d'onofrio and he's a pretty active tweeter by the way if you follow him yeah and and he'll respond to people all the time and somebody said like oh what a shame that we'll never see vincent d'onofrio's kingpin like in the mcu and i forget what his exact quote was but he retweeted it and he was just like like why would you say that? Or like yeah, like I wouldn't give up on that. Or like he ma- yeah. he basically like opening the door to it. And he might just be messing with us. He probably is.
2: But he it was probably like is. Oh, hello. And he, and hello. I can tell he probably wants to. Yes. But that that makes the bridge. Now it's real. You know what I mean? Like that's right. like one of you those just things see like that. now you we've we've uh we've uncorked that bottle and we can't you know what I mean? So now you can't oh, yeah. now everything's connected.
1: So like Thanos and Killmonger. I, I would just say Purple Man, going back to Jessica Jones, and then Michael Keaton's Vulture. Like, those are the ones that jump out to me. I, like, early on, Loki. I get a little much with Loki. but Don't sleep I, on Zemo. Zemo's not dead. Yeah, but is he one of the five best villains, you think? I like Zemo. All right, you like Zemo. Yeah. Well, they never call him Baron Zemo, which is a They don't, which is, which is a shame. real shame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah, but Kingpin was great this season. And so we'll, we'll get to more of the characters, full character breakdown coming up. But first, Ryan, your hashtag dork score for Daredevil season three, five and a half.
2: Rock hard. I'm going six right now. Six. I am. I'm going six. You're going woo!
1: six. Woo, woo, woo,
2: woo, woo, woo. <laughs> going I was, six. I, I would have I had a six, but there's, uh, we'll talk about it in spoilers. Okay, fair enough. Anything else non-spoiler? I mean,
1: obviously we both very, highly recommend it, and you know, if if you like any of these Netflix shows, watch this one. And the, oh, the question like, if you miss Luke Cage or Iron Fist, does not matter at all. Matter. Like, just None watch, of them matter. None of them matter. You know, the first two Daredevils obviously help to know Daredevil, and maybe even obviously like what happens at the end of Defenders. But still, yeah. like, even if. You could pick it up. Like, you don't you need can, to waste yeah. time on that. Like, if you don't want
2: I, to. I kind of forgot what happened to him at the end of Defenders, and I picked it up in like five minutes. Like, oh, okay. oh yeah, like right um, away. Like, oh, there is. Is, I think he mentions Jessica Jones once um, by name. Yes. Yeah, he does. That's about, um, that's about it. Which is good. And then, uh, other than that, uh, you, the, if you could skip all of the other series, but yeah. watch Daredevil. All right, let's get to spoilers. Spoilers!
1: Spoilers! spoilers. Spoilers, Spoilers. here come the spoilers. All right, right, here we go. Uh, The first thing, and and this maybe could have been non-spoiler, but I just wanted to throw this out there because as I was watching the Daredevil uh, this season, but then thinking back on the other seasons and just his origin story, because obviously we learn a lot about his mother in this Mm -hmm. season and we already knew about his father and just the whole idea of where he comes from. And I was putting it up there. Because you have to rank everything. That's really what you have to do. That's what we have to do these days. I have a hard time saying anything is better than anything that Batman does or is or was. But the Daredevil origin story, I think, is as good as
2: the Batman origin story. And the way they presented it in this series specifically was fascinating. Like, they 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 changed things a little bit from um, Born Again. They changed it just a little bit. And mm-hmm. there's one thing we'll get into in a little bit um, when talking about Maggie um, mm-hmm. that I really, really liked, um, and we'll get into that in a little bit, but those little changes to make it a little bit more modern, a little bit more edgy, I thought were fantastic choices. Because Batman, obviously, very straightforward. He
1: is insanely wealthy, living in Gotham City, where you have all just the biggest city in the world, and, and his parents are insanely wealthy. He's a kid. They get gunned down in front of him. Boom. Like, mm-hmm. unbelievable story, like, great start and you can see why he becomes the way that he is and there you go this the daredevil story is so his mom is a nun and yes. then is kind of lured away from that she falls in love with a boxer then they have a kid and then she just can't handle it like some right. women unfortunately that happens to them she can't handle it freaks out ends up going back to being a nun so mm-hmm. now his dad is a single dad, still a boxer, and, you know, you've we, all seen this play out, but he was supposed to, you know, throw a fight, didn't want to throw a fight, ends up getting killed. So same idea where it's, you know, a kid on his own and where he's going from, but the idea, you know, Bruce Wayne is a billionaire. Matt Murdock is not at all, right? At and, all. He's, you know, and his yeah. dad was a, was a struggling boxer and a single dad. And then later on, you know, in Born Again and in, and in this season – he finds out that his that his mom actually kind of helped raise him, but he never knew that it was her. Like, it was just... I think it's great. I was like, holy shit, like, this guy... And if it wasn't for Frank Miller, this season or this show would never exist. Like, he's the one who created... Like, Stan Lee created Daredevil, so thank you, Stan mm-hmm. Lee. Thank you, Stan But then it was Frank... It was, it was, we could say that about most characters. But then it was Frank
2: Miller's stuff that put him... Like, made Daredevil cool. And isn't that... Like, you could say the same thing. I put... Frank Miller in the same breath was like Alan Moore as like these like prolific comic book graphic novel writers. Um, And while, like you said, the credit to Stan Lee and uh, I forget who else created Daredevil, Daredevil, but um, it's really this iteration of Daredevil is Frank Miller's character. Um, Yep. Absolutely. And, and it's fascinating. Like, and I think about what you were saying is like Batman versus Daredevil's origin story. Like what would happen to Batman if you found out like after all this time, like his mom was alive. Like, that would, like, break him psychologically.
1: Right. Because so right, then he'd be is, like, is, is
2: he even motivated to do what he's doing anymore? Right. Because then you don't have a reason to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas a daredevil, like, and one of the things that I really like about the Miller stuff um, is it plays with um, Matt Murdoch being, like, a devout Catholic. And yeah, it's very religious. It's like one of the more religious books, like just like in Marvel. And while it means a lot to him, like these are the people, the church people who grew up and teaching about God and teaching and taking him to church. They're the people lying to him Mm. his whole life. So that's while it's not great, um, it's it's a fantastic layer that these people are like, and um, I think Maggie says it to him at one point, like no matter what, like you're still human, right? Like you're not a superhero, like you're human. Um, and, th- and I think it was great because like everybody is in this story, like everybody's right. kind of sucks in this story. And that's
1: why like, I, you know, and it's funny cause like I, obviously I love comic books. I love superheroes, but I really am drawn more towards the humans, like Punisher and Green Arrow and Batman and Daredevil. Like those have always been my more favorites. Like there's always, there's room for. You know, like the Deadpools and Wolverines and like some of the like the crazy guys like Iceman, even but it's it's the real characters, and that's what Netflix is perfect for, like you know, save Thor and Hulk for the big screen, you know what right. I mean, like put those guys there and like let's do a doctor Strange movie and let's get crazy, but if you're gonna do like these street level characters it's it's perfect, and that's yeah. why, yeah, this is just so good and I, again just going going back on some of the origin stuff, but without like redoing it, you know, because they already sort of let you know, like we saw young Matt Murdock in season one, right? Like we saw him. Actually, I think it's the kid Mm -hmm. from Ozark, actually. Yes. But so we see some of that. But this is like, here's something you didn't know about it. Now, if you read the comics, when they reveal in episode eight that Maggie is his
2: mother, you weren't surprised. Like I was not no. I mean, at the end of season two, when they said go get Maggie, I was like, and you and I were like, oh! we both said it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I mean, hopefully, we
1: didn't spoil that on the podcast when we did it yeah. at the time. But like, we sort of knew it. But so, I, what I liked about it was they waited a while to reveal, but like that wasn't like the shock ending or anything. Like, because en- enough people watching would have been like, yeah, we know. Like, so like you couldn't have ended the season on like this is your mom. We're like, yeah. okay. So they did it in episode eight, and then it allowed you, what,
2: five more episodes to sort of see what their relationship was going to be like at the end. And it was, it was, it was great to see, if, for, us, for those of us in the know, it was great to see, like, how are they going to tell him and when, you know? Yeah. And, and it, cause it was they, crazy,
1: too, because, like, so he overhears her, and then he and her end up having the conversation with other people before they have it with each other.
2: Yes, which is I'm bad. Like,
1: yeah, that's not that's not how you yeah. want to do it. But anyway, I thought Maggie by the way was great. Like I thought she was a great actress. I thought she was mm-hmm. really well done. You know, kind
2: of like got like a toughness to her too. But like and, there's always that like that Irish Catholic mom who like we we grew up with that you know, you, <laughs> yeah. you get that that vibe from her for sure. Mhm. Mhm. What about some of the best stuff? I mean, I thought that was I
1: thought a lot of the origin story stuff was some of the best stuff. But now the fight scene that you said that just jumped out to you.
2: Yeah, the one in the prison, which was just I think it was episode he, 4, yeah. Yeah, and he pretends to be he steals Foggy's credentials and um uh, Daredevil Matt Murdock is on this like completely self-destructive path. Like Holy it, it's smokes. bad. Um and it's part of like subconsciously I think he was, you know, trying to kill himself at this point in the show. Yeah, um, but, uh, yeah, actually at one point he pretty much was just
1: telling the guy like, cuz he was Just kill me. Yeah. That was also pretty nuts too. So he's he's recovering from what happens at the end of the defenders where mm-hmm. most people think he's dead. Like they even kind of reference it. I think in iron fist or one of the previous shows, they mentioned it, you know, foggy and Karen aren't sure, but you know, they haven't really given up. They're still paying his rent and everything else, but they're not really sure. So anyway, as he's recovering and, then he's, like, I'm going to go, like, try to stop crime. But he's, like, you can't hear anything. And, like, so if all of his senses <laughs> yeah. aren't locked up, like, he's still blind. So he's just, like, a mess out there. Yeah. And then so like, one guy starts beating the shit out of him. And then he basically, like, asked him to kill him. But then, like, the cops came or something, and, like, they ran away. Yeah, but, like, and, he was
2: – he wanted to die. And, again, you know, growing up Catholic, you know, there's that thing where, like, you just don't do that. Like, you can't kill <laughs> right. yourself. Right. Um, but – you know, if someone else does it for you, then you're kind of off the hook. There's like that loophole. You know what I mean? Yeah, so Yeah, messed up, but true. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, I mean that's just you know I think that's where his mind was, and I think mm-hmm. that's that was one of the greatest parts that the fact that every one of the characters was flawed, like every one of the characters, like was forgive the language of course, but like kind of fucked up, and like that oh was yeah, a, that was great to me.
1: Yeah, no, that w- that was that was really good. I also so that that fight though, but like you were saying, going back to oh, it was oh, sorry. As yeah, I completely lost the original point. No, no, but, no, that but that's fine. Awesome. But that was <laughs> as good of a fight in Netflix. Uh, I think as we've seen. Yeah. Like and that and, was and, one like, where you're like, Oh, and, and, it, and it goes on forever too. And you're kind of, you're like moving in your seat, watching it. You're like, Oh my God, like he's just getting the shit kicked out of him. Like more guys keep coming. It's all hallways. It's basically hallways. Yeah. You don't want to be in hallways or stair stairwells. With no, that. just tight. And, and I, what's it like? It's like 20 minutes. Like it's yeah. long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was it was pretty good. Another one of the fight scenes, him and – well, a couple of times, him and Bullseye. Once those guys get after each other, and it's yep. just pretty badass seeing you got Bullseye now, wearing the Daredevil costume. Oh, by the way, one of the best parts of this whole season, Daredevil's look. Holy yeah. shit, was that awesome. So he's got the, the old school – Yeah, yeah. The, the Muay Thai ropes around his arms is incredible. Like, I first because what he was that was the outfit that he used in season one. So it's like yes. the old school ones, all black, got like the thing over his face, and then a kind of like a little
2: like what would you call it, like a tail in the back or however. Well, like, I thought it was interesting that he he created that again out of nuns' habits, like nun clothes in the laundry. Oh, uh, it's not it's crazy. Like just with a nice little wrinkle right there, you know? But then I like it because there's just the
1: all black alone. I'm like, mm, fine. But then when he puts the ropes on his on his fists and wrists yeah. and forearms i'm like this guy looks fucking awesome by like way, I, that, lo-
2: I love that look i'm gonna i'm gonna help you out next year yeah great halloween costume that is that'd be a great It's ho- that's cheap too that's amazing Just a oh black cloth by you the can way see through little ropes
1: you know by the way uh the haunting of hill house which i think we should do an episode on next yeah. week uh this isn't like a major spoiler but one of the kids in it went as daredevil on halloween remember that
2: no not the kid not the kid from hill
1: house but like when the kids are older
2: yes like
1: like cheryl's son and there's like it's funny because it happens twice there's like one conversation where the kid's like i want to be daredevil for halloween and they're like trying to tell him to be something else and then like a few episodes (laughs) later they're going trick-or-treating and he's wearing the all black like daredevil outfit like nice pretty good Netflix. yeah
2: they buy him like the thing like a blank mask like it's fun to create it and he's like no it's not yeah, that was, pretty, that was pretty good. <laughs> like, I just want to wear this. Yeah. But yeah, that looked
1: good. And then Bullseye, you know, never wearing like the, the ridiculous Bullseye
2: suit from the comics. So heard, He's just rocking they, the Daredevil. They couldn't call him Bullseye because of the Fox X Men thing. Because technically. no. no technically. No. Bu- yeah. Technically, isn't Bullseye a mutant? Oh, God. Yeah, he might be. But I think that's why they never actually said the name Bullseye. And never oh, that's a pain in in the asshole. Come on. Yeah. Did they I never mean,
1: I know they called him Dex the whole time, but they like, never did no, call him Bullseye. You know what
2: though? It it huh. was
1: better. It was better. No, it was fine. And it was good. Cause like just like Daredevil, like he never wore his costume in season one or in season three. He never really wore like right. the real costume. So like that's fine. You don't need to call him bullseye. Now they do the thing at the very end. We can get to the ending scene later on, but like they, they show his eye and it looks like mm-hmm. a little little bullseye there. But yeah, I just thought, I thought the outfits were or one of the best parts. And I also like, I like shows, especially if you're going to do 13 episodes, it can't be just one villain. I mean, I guess it can be. If the one villain's strong enough, like Jessica Jones season one. Mm-hmm. But the idea that you have, you have Kingpin, like, boom, Daredevil, Kingpin, good. But then Bullseye and how he goes from being in the FBI, then you learn
2: about his backstory. And Oof. then like he's now launched into being a bad guy. Like that was pretty sweet. And I thought the best part about that was like Wilson Fisk Kingpin, like grooming him for that. Like he did that to him on purpose. You know what I mean? Oh my like God. That like was awesome. So
1: well orchestrated. Like he was, and it was like a slow the Puppet Master. Yeah. yeah. And
2: you could see it coming. Like you knew what he was doing. He had his file, he had his tapes, he was, you know, and he knew exactly how to play it. Like I thought yeah. that was brilliant. Well, he even said there's a quote at one point
1: early on, like see episode five, maybe six, where Kingpin says, the city needs a new villain. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you're just like, yeah. And so does the MCU. And now you've just created one. And he's, he's a badass. He, he was good. Like, the whole time, I thought he was a uh, good actor. Then, like, could kind of play, like, the crazy, but then, like, the super determined. Like, he was, like, able to turn yeah. it on and off. Like, he was, mm-hmm. he was
2: really good. And I thought, like, the whole thing with, like, Ricochet, like, he fought with everything. Like, anything he could get his hands on, like, he could kill somebody with. Everything And they showed it Yeah they did a good job
1: Without making it like cartoony Yeah You know Because that's sort of a weird character Like a guy that can just You know Hit everything But I also do like these characters Like you know Hawkeye Green Arrow Deadshot
2: mm-hmm. Bullseye Like what a cool like uh, Ability that is And it was so I'll, funny Like I had like this really visceral where, like I had like Was like squirming in my seat um, Yeah When they had The the scene with him Like he had like the baseball glove Like he was dealing with the coach And the coach like took him out of the game Like pitching like, oh yeah, when they we were showing like, the saw, flashbacks, and in we like, all King saw Pins. kids yeah. do that. Like, you know, like playing on baseball teams, like growing up, you saw that kid like do that, like freak out for like being taken out of a game. Oh, I thought you, you meant know? throw the ball off no, of the no, thing no, no, and hit their no, coach. No, no. I'm like, I got my little league. <laughs> no, but like you know, everyone knows that kid. That oh kid yeah, was, like, oh yeah, just have like a meltdown, like you yeah. needed to finish the game. You're like, bro, just get out of the game. Just get out of the game. It's fine. Like everyone has to play. He's like, no. You know, you like throw shit and like just goes bananas. Like everyone knows that kid you know? well, and, uh, Yeah, no, you're true. You're right. And that was, that was well
1: done, but just, and the whole idea of bullseye having these tapes and then Kingpin and daredevil getting to hear the tapes. So now they like, they know what yeah. buttons to push with them. Like that oh, was, yeah. that was really good. Another little baseball scene, which I found kind of interesting. I don't know if they intended it to be this way, but <laughs> like, I thought of it as like another way, why he's a villain. So Dex is talking with uh, Ray Nadim's son and yeah. his son's probably like 10, 9, 10. Like he's, he's pretty young and Dex is teaching him how to throw a curveball. And yeah. most people wouldn't think that's a big deal. But for me, I'm like, eh, that's kind of a decision that like the father makes. Cause they can fuck up your elbow. Like yeah. you're not really supposed to throw them when you're too young. So I'm like him,
2: like as simple as that. I was like, that's a nice little detail. That's yeah, and like you always heard that like growing up playing Little League, like you can't throw too many curveballs, like it'll like it puts too much strain on your ulnar yeah. nerve. Like, I don't, know, I, ball. Ball. I don't think I threw a curveball,
1: I don't think I threw a curveball till like
2: middle school. Like, well, I, no, I no, definitely in Little League, I just threw gas. That was it. I don't think they're allowed. I don't think you can in Little League, no. really. I don't think you're, yeah, and like your first couple of years, like Little League, I don't think you're allowed to throw curveballs. Oh,
1: interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not good for you, but he was, no. he was teaching them how to do it, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, Obviously that that scene where they go to the the Bolton and yes he shows but like what a cool idea too like of just having so Kingpin obviously hates Daredevil so then he has uh, Bullseye dress up as Daredevil and then make sure
2: that he says hello to Karen so it's like everybody thinks that it's really him like that's that's yeah. pretty smart and like again like he's throwing like office supplies at people and killing them like he's throwing like pens and pencils. everything you know, and anything goes. Also,
1: they do a good job of once again bringing back Melvin Potter, who we've seen previously in Daredevil seasons. And Mm -hmm. he eventually becomes the gladiator. And there's more like a gladiator stuff in his shop again. But he's not there yet. So you got to wonder if they make another season if he is going to be finally a villain. Yeah. That'd be my guess. I don't know. Hopefully. Uh, what what
2: else did you like or is there any couple things that you didn't like? No let's get into characters because this is the part like the, the part I like most is car- the character development of everybody in the show minus all one. right do you want to start with Daredevil or did we already say enough about him? Uh, we kind of t- already talked about it just yeah. the, the playing with um, the themes that like Miller's themes of you know the, like the the Catholic upbringing and the guilt and you know all of this stuff that that kind of go into what makes Daredevil tick I thought was on full display here which was brilliant. Yeah. Um, and probably the most fleshed-out Marvel character, maybe in, in the movies or TV shows. I think so, and that's and you know maybe that should be the case
1: because you think about him, he has had more episodes than anybody else. Like he, there's more time on screen for Daredevil than any other character, I would assume, right? Because even in the movies, even the guys that are in multiple movies, you're talking about two hours. Yeah, so he has had three 13-hour episodes. So (laughs) he is. Yeah, he's extremely fleshed
2: out. Like he is as three dimensional a character, as you're going to find. And they went. And like I said, it's been you said it's been uh, started. It's been, you know, 26 episodes and at the start of season three. And they just go deeper and deeper and deeper into this character, which I thought was pretty, pretty amazing. If you think about it.
1: Yeah, I thought so, too. I'm like, they, they just keep finding a way. And it's funny because I, I even had high hopes just because I've liked Daredevil. And, like, one of the few headlines I read was, oh, it's the best season. I'm like, yeah, we'll see about that. Like, the, those seasons were pretty good. Like, let's see how it goes. Then I'm like, fuck, this might be the best, yeah. might be the best season. And it's because it's a good mixture because, like, Bullseye and Kingpin are two of, if not the two best Daredevil villains. Yes. So you put both of them in there together. As much as I like the Punisher and Elektra – and then season one with mostly Kingpin. Like, those were great. But this one, that next level. Plus, I like Ma- the character of Maggie so much. And, like, the whole idea of, like, his mom. Mm-hmm. His mom knew that, you know, it helped raise her son, essentially. But he just never knew that it was hers. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. Um, as for Dex, very well done. Like, for an intro, like he would be a Rookie of the Year for this season. getting introduced here. I like him as... I like the actor too. I don't know what the hell his name is. Um, I have it pulled up here somewhere, Some but he's kid. yeah. What the hell is his name? Oh, Wilson Bethel.
2: Yeah, uh, whatever the hell. But whatever. he was he was you know good. Him now we'll know him now.
1: I think he auditioned for. I don't know if it was Captain America back in the day, or there was like one of these like characters recently. I think he was like in the mix for, but. He was good.
2: He was, he, he, played, was, he was really good, and I want to see more of him. Crazy. Yeah, more of him all the time. And I think, you know, having him be like Wilson Fisk's bodyguard yeah, is, a, is an awesome little, little twist there.
1: I also thought, yeah, again, Wilson Fisk was good. And some of the stuff that they did, you know, him talking to Daredevil, like when Daredevil's kind of like hallucinating a little bit, like yep. some of those scenes were pretty good. Because he he's got a real estate him, there. He's in his head, he's in bullseye's head too. And so you really like to your point earlier, like you got to see what he's capable of. Like And it's not he, like, he bought, like this first of all, this is a bad look for the FBI. This whole show okay. is a
2: terrible right. look for like he just he he owned the entire FBI. Well, it's that, you know, and maybe, you know, not to get we don't like to get political in hashtag dork, but the idea that no. the super wealthy can kind of play by their own rules. And yeah. like the downtrodden and the, and the poor people like play by a different set of rules. So like, you know, in he gets a guy we're into spoilers now. So he gets a guy to stab him in prison. So he gets to get moved out and, you know, he's going to cooperate. And he somehow right. finagles Smart. it to like be in this penthouse with like and eventually he gets all his stuff back. And the whole thing is like he's just taking oh, take, taking New York over again. Right. But just like the FBI is like his gang which yeah. is which is blow it blew my mind like that they and it got a little frustrating at times because you're like why is the fbi this stupid you yeah know? oh my god and, and yeah we'll get into so I'll, I'll skip ahead a little bit and like yeah. that yeah, yeah. was the the best part of the character of Ray nadim was that he was so desperate for a win and because he was struggling and you know he's struggling to his his sister-in-law was sick and well you know, it's crazy it was like how far out kingpin planned all that Yeah, and like he he basically like pegged this guy like earmarked this guy right to and he broke him, which was which was awesome because the guy was so desperate for a win that he was willing to do anything to like make this you know career making case. And at the end, you know Wilson Fisk just like fucked him. And I believe he's one of the few guys that was a
1: TV original. Like I don't think he's in the comics. Where like every other character, I don't remember. I don't think I don't. I
2: never remember him if he was. But it was great. It was great. One, um, the, the character was pretty good. I remember the, like the, was the cop in uh, the Punisher like wasn't very good. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The detective there or whatever. Um, right. who yeah, who yeah, I know who you're talking about. Um, but Raina Dean was believable. Uh, he was a family he was guy. Good. So yeah, was like, he was
1: pretty – he was good. His wife was good. Like, he, mm-hmm. he bothered you at some times, but he was supposed to. Like, when he thought
2: Karen was full of shit and stuff, you're like, all right, yeah. that's, you know, that's the character. But, but again, a guy just, like, so desperate that he was willing – Oh, uh, yeah. It's like that line from uh, The Dark Knight. You know, you put your – they put their faith in someone they didn't understand. Mm-hmm. They didn't fully understand. Yeah, so I, I thought I thought that was a great character. Going back to Kingpin for a minute, do you think that Vanessa
1: even likes him? Um, I think there, it's like a partnership now. You know what I mean? I think it's she weird likes... though, because he's like obsessed with her, and like everything yeah. he does is for her, and like he just wants to protect her. So then he gets her back. He's doing whatever she can, and I understand that she's like, all right, like I don't want to be like told like what's going on, or I don't want to just like have a list of things. I want to be like a co kingpin, yeah. I guess. So, I but think even it's... then, like I don't know, like does she, I don't know if she's like attracted to him or likes it. Like, she doesn't seem, and I don't know if it's like an acting choice or it just comes across as like she has no interest in him
2: uh, I think again it, it started as him kind of one-sided but I think now they see it as like a partnership yeah you know which I think she's kind of into a- which as, I don't been, think he is no like when
1: she's when when like I think he was happy that she was happy for a moment but then as soon as she was like oh like you need to kill like how much does officer Nadim know like all right, you need or detective yeah. Nadim like you are right, you need to kill him and then he's like all right like it's kind of my
2: choice, not yours, you know? Yeah. I, want you, uh, I want you to – yeah. But the second he brought her into that room, you knew yeah. that, like, it was – this is different now, you know? Game changer. How yeah. about that scene where he's
1: in the car with the guy sitting next to him in the back seat? He's like, give me your jacket. The guy takes his
2: jacket off. He wraps it around his head oh. and then just beats him <laughs> to death. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Well, that's – I mean, that's the great part of this character is that he's, like, this massive figure – but he's also, so strong, like he has superhuman strength. Yeah, but it's also like, and you remember the scene in the first Daredevil where he crushed the guy's head with a like a car door. Like yeah, that it's was horrifying. Up. Yeah, um, so he, there's like those two sides of it. Where like he's very, he, can, I mean, he
1: is very violent, and it's like like they're showing it in the uh, in the jail too. But like he he's not a mutant or anything, but like he he's like one of the strongest dudes there is. Like yeah. he's as strong as a human can be.
2: Yeah. And it's it and it plays to both those strengths, you know, so like I can kill you with my bare hands or I can just break you mentally. you know. Oh, something else that I just
1: thought of. So that going back to uh, Dex for a second. So there's the one scene at the end where he has like his girlfriend or not his girlfriend, but the girl that he probably that he wanted to like have her be like his new shrink who's dead. He has her in the front seat and she's dead and he's driving in creepy. That was messed up. But that was like a good like this guy's nuts scene so he's wearing the daredevil outfit and he drives up and he sees a guy in the FBI and he like rolls his window down. And he's like, you know, basically like let me through. And the guy looks at him for two seconds and he goes, Dex. <laughs> and at, at that point, I was like, ah, you can't do that because you've had daredevil talk to like foggy and Karen in the earth like the first season yeah. and they didn't know it was him. And Matt Murdoch's outfit now is pretty bullshit. Like he has a little, like, he has a scarf over his head that goes to, like, his nose, but you can see his whole mouth, is, like, right. his his jaw, his uh, neck, his chin. Like, if he's talking to you, you would definitely know it was him. And yes. But it's like, unless you want to just be in the world where art, that doesn't exist. But then they just fucking did the wrong, the other thing with Bullseye. How does he see out of those eye holes? That's a good question, and he, he seems... I mean, maybe they're just tinted and it doesn't matter. Maybe they're just like, maybe they're just tinted. That's all I can, that's all I can think of. Uh, As for Maggie, like we talked, I thought she was just a great actress and I thought she was really good because she was definitely, she's like, she's a nun, but she obviously had like a little bit of like, it was very believable that she was somebody that left
2: for like a little bit and then came back. You know what I mean? Like she wasn't a hundred percent in. And yeah, and you could tell just the way she talked to Matt, knowing that it's her son, but also the way she talked to other people like she wasn't she was real. Like it was a yeah. real character. Um and having the younger actress play younger Maggie, like I've seen people go through like the postpartum depression and stuff and it's just Oof. Yeah. it's horrible, it's heavy, heavy stuff and it's they handled tough. it. Yeah. It was respectful and it was it's real. Like it's th- right. that stuff happens and what a nice little like nod to you know uh, and i think a lot of it was you know dealing with like mental health like this whole yeah. issue and you know the people who were successful the people who had support and the people who weren't were you know didn't have any um right. and that's a big by the way that's a big november plug by the way um there you talk, go men talking about mental health and and all those things um good stuff it's circular it's, it's up circular. down and around you pay it, the quarter you get court. on the ride you go up down and around um and it was a important choice i think and, and very well done um yeah i thought so I thought so That, for sure. that character, for sure. Right,
1: here's one of my hangups. Now, I mean, I guess I still gave it a six, but the uh, episode 10 was essentially like the Karen Page episode. Yeah. And so it ultimately ended, like it wasn't just Karen Page, like uh, Daredevil and Bullseye have the fight in the church, which is obviously in the comics, and it's it was even actually in the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie, which, super warm take here, Ryan, not yeah. that bad of a movie. Uh There's bad stuff in it. Don't get me wrong. But if you're talking early 2000s comic book movie, I didn't hate it. But that's not what we're here for.
2: That's not what we're here for. T- warmer take, yeah. Affleck wasn't the problem in that movie. Jennifer Garner was. Ooh, not bad. Not bad. Colin Farrell was. It wasn't. Yeah, they ben didn't Affleck. need to. He didn't need to carve
1: a bullseye into his head. No. But anyway, I digress. Anyway. So they have that crazy scene and all the stuff at the at the thing, and even in one of the comics. Karen dies in the church so they give you like that little fake out like that's why when, when the other priest jumps in front and she's yes. just like she does like the eyes like you think it's her so that was like sort of a call to, a, to a comics um, but most of that episode was a flashback to Karen and because I had asked this question back even during season one or two when we were talking about this it was like alright <laughs> Frank Miller had Karen Page like as a heroin addict yes. and she gave away Daredevil's identity just to get like one more hit. Like, to get she was, nine. yeah, because she even made a comment like at one point, she's like, Oh, I was doing like BJs for heroin or whatever. And you're like, So she, but she wasn't in the show, but like, she was just kind of, I think that's sort of a nod to like, All right, we know this happened in the comics, but what I don't like about it is. That wasn't how, like, they used Karen in that one scene to, like, confirm that Matt was Daredevil, but yes. she's, like, so clean now. Like, she's, she's nowhere near what she was then. So it was almost, it was kind of weird to me that they kind of, like, forced in, like, this drug habit back in the day angle.
2: Yeah, and the thing was, they did it enough when, remember the guy who stabbed Fisk in prison? Like, she was going to, like, help him, or they went and found him. Mm-hmm. And like she like did drugs like to get into that like she bought drugs to like get into that house, like that would have been enough. Um, right, and I think you you could have done like a little bit of a flashback, but it didn't need to be. It's in, it it stopped the momentum of the show, um, and it didn't need to be a whole episode. I was gonna say it
1: wasn't as bad as the. Eleven is on the run Stranger Things 2 episode, no. which really just derailed everything. And at least they circled back so it wasn't like a
2: full it wasn't a full fifty-five minutes of that. But it, it was, was a it was yeah, a lot she, though. And it's funny like um you know, like, why, why didn't she leave? Like, why didn't she get out of the city? And, like, she really had nowhere to go. Like, I mean, that's, that's another, like, layer to that character, which is, which is great. But, again, I don't think you needed the whole episode. Yeah, you needed the whole – right,
1: exactly. Because she called her dad, and dad's like, now oh, now's not a good time. And then you realize yeah. why. yeah, you know, like, everything – what happened with her brother and, like, what she said to her dad and all that stuff. Yes. So I was like, oh, it was fine. So, like, they're not going to go to that angle. Like, the hair, like, yeah. like, while she's, while she's with – or like while she knows – foggy and daredevil she's not going to
2: become a drug addict at least i don't think so oh maybe who knows but like not my favorite episode but definitely not the worst part of the show yeah okay that's fair now foggy that's the worst part
1: of the show he sucks man but he's been, he, like he's sucked all all every season he's been in
2: but he's just such like a dope you know what i mean like i all right let me I ask you understand. let me ask you an honest question yeah. how in the
1: wide wide world of sports is foggy
2: with that girl marcy no idea and that's just it like it's his character like all these characters are believable except for foggy like right and what's he is just a shell of himself remember he he's he was Fulton reed he's he's he was the biggest kid brothers in the world he's one of, the Bash one of the brothers. Bash bro- he was
1: a cool dude
2: yeah he was now a he's, just like a, he's like a hump of a guy and just like a little uh as as a little turd i can say this cuz like speaking of speaking of as one of our own but he's just like a human chode he this is guy. he's a bit of a, a bit of a chode and I thought I'll tell you like what, Marcy. Actor. Not enough people. People are talking
1: about Marcy. She is. She is like fire poker hot. Like you trot. holy
2: mackerel. Yeah. Anyway, and, and uh, the whole thing with like Foggy's family, like he has to. He's like this ultra successful lawyer, but like none of them are happy for him. They want him to come like run the meat store. Like yeah, they're like you got to sell these these sausages. And uh, oh no, wait! I'm running for district attorney like poorly as like a write-in candidate yeah like that's come on
1: man that, that, nah. that whole thing was useless not good I I've three other quick little like Easter egg type things you mentioned they yeah. mentioned Jessica Jones so at the end when they're like oh we're, we're they're, they're back together it's gonna be uh, Nelson and Murdoch no Nelson Murdoch and page mm-hmm. and so she Karen's like well I'm not a lawyer and they're like well you're a great private investigator and then Matt says you're way more stable than Jessica Jones so that's yeah. like the one reference to her Um also, when Kingpin was, like, meeting up with a lot of the other, like, mob bosses, uh, Rosalie Carbone is in there, who was in yes. the last season of, was it Luke Cage? Luke Cage. Luke, Cage. In Luke yeah. Cage, yeah. So that's pretty cool. So they're kind of expanding that a little bit. So I liked her showing up for an episode. That was good. And she now had some the, lines. You know, she did. She she was, said, yeah, yeah. No, she did. She was good. Now, the ending scene, Ryan, the very end is, so, actually, a pretty cool scene when you have, like, the, the we didn't even talk about, like, the, uh, like, the. The triple threat match, where oh, yeah, in, yeah. The, in the Kingpin's penthouse with Kingpin, Bullseye, and Daredevil, and Kingpin picks up the uh, Bullseye, just smashes his back on like the corner of like a brick wall. Like it was pretty gnarly. Yeah. He goes down. So the, the last scene that you see is his whole spine is just like cut open, and you have two or three doctors doing work on him. One of the doctors is Dr. Oyama, who also in the comics is Lord Darkwind, oh. and that opens up Wolverine and adamantium. I don't think they can say adamantium.
2: I think they again, can't. that's a fuck. Fo- they can't say that. But you know this could open
1: up. This could open up X Men. Ryan, well, Doctor Oyama. Funny.
2: You know what's funny is like I wondered why because there was a when they were the two doctors were talking to each other, they were mentioning like how risky the surgery was. Mm-hmm. And Oyama says to him, he says, he says to the other doctor, he goes, he's part of this program voluntarily or something yeah. like that. And yeah. I'm like, that's weird. Yes. But I didn't connect those dots. So thank you and then, for doing that. You're
1: welcome. So they zoom in. So, so you get something here on Hashtag Dark. Mm-hmm. So they zoom in and like, you know, his eye opens up and it's got like, you know, like the bullseye or whatever on it. But really the more interesting thing is, can this open up X-Men or maybe just Dr. Oyama if there's a Daredevil season four, maybe he becomes a villain. Also, if this works, which I assume it will, like Bullseye will be even more indestructible now. Like he won't be able to feel pain. Yeah. So pretty, pretty interesting stuff. If you don't yeah. mind me saying, he can feel that uh,
2: emotional pain though.
1: I yeah. Oh boy, they can get in his head. They can crawl around there, set up shop. <laughs> they set up a campfire. They'll be in there. Uh, Ryan, do you want to see a season four? Hell yeah. Of course, of course. If so. Do you want to see anybody new? Because I feel like Kingpin and Bullseye would be shoe-ins, even if it's limited roles for either one. Like, who knows what's going on with Kingpin now? Like, he could be in prison again. But Kingpin, Bullseye, maybe Dr. Oyama, maybe Gladiator. Is there anybody else that you want to open it up to? Bring Electra back. Yeah. Bring her, dust her off. Bring Mm -hmm. her back. No more. Oh, of- St- Stick was another guy who was a big character in the first yeah. couple seasons. He's obviously gone, but he's I was awesome. just saying, that was he's, another he's guy of the pod. I mean, uh, the, the answer would be Spider-Man. If you could just get freaking yeah. Spider-Man I mean, obviously somehow. Obviously,
2: we, we want some Daredevil Spider-Man crossover.
1: Even For Electro sure. would be good, but aren't, are they doing Electro or no? Uh, Do Ele- they own Electro? They might not.
2: Well, Electro, well, you going to bring Jamie Fox to do Electro? No, no, that that Electro is dead. Bring a new <laughs> Electro. <Yeah. laughs> or is he just pure energy now?
1: I'm just trying to think some of the uh like Daredevil comics that I've read, some of the guys they've used. Actually, they used uh Nuke. Remember? He was in uh, Jessica yep. Jones. Remember they used him before?
2: Yep. Uh didn't he do some st- uh, some stuff with uh Wolverine? Did Daredevil and Wolverine do some stuff? Probably yeah. They Daredevil, um,
1: Punisher—they already did. Um, really, anybody in New York? Anyone in New York?
2: Fantastic yeah. Four, you know. But Spider Man's the need. one. Spider Man's the one.
1: Fantastic Four would be sweet. Give them a Netflix series. Just to get the popularity back up again.
2: Yeah, but that's it, man. For uh for Daredevil season three, You got anything else? No, watch it. It's good shit. I, I can talk it. about the character, de- the character development, and all that stuff. At at length, but we'll uh, let you just watch it and you can uh, tweet at us if you have any questions or concerns or thoughts, you know, you know where to find us. Yes, at Dork Podcast and DorkPodcast at gmail.com.
1: Really on any of the Netflix Marvel shows uh, that you guys have watched, but particularly the Daredevil ones, let us know. Obviously, I'm sure we've missed plenty of stuff as well, so hit us up with things that maybe we missed in there. Uh, let's get on to the pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod, pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. All right, Ryan, kick, receive, defer, or you can defend a goal.
2: Uh, I will receive this week. Okay. I do a lot of deferring and a lot of kicking, a lot of punting to you. So I'm going sure. to receive this week. Uh, on sure Amazon Prime Video, um, if you're a fan of True Detective and Nick Pizzolatto, Pizzolatto, Pizzolatto? Uh, anyway, mm. the guy who created True Detective. Um, Fritz. He is a author, um, and he wrote a book called Galveston, and there is a movie Starring Ben Foster and Elle Fanning. Um, yeah. Of uh, that's a which if you're into like that guy's style of writing, um, it's it's pretty good. It's, it was a good book. Um, ben Foster is incredible in like everything. So was Ben Foster Archangel yes. in X Men Last he was Stand? Angel. He was Angel, but he was also <laughs> if you saw him in uh, um, what's the shit? What's that movie Punisher, with Justin Timberlake? Wasn't he in the wasn't he in the Thomas Jane Punisher oh, movie? He was, but he was also in what was the movie something dog. Uh, f- uh I can't remember. Dog? The one with Something. Justin Timberlake. Oh, Alpha Dog? Alpha Dog. So he's an Alpha Dog, which is great. Um he, 310 to Yuma. He was awesome. Oh, um, right, 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 right. Let's right, see. Right, right, right. He was, yeah, he wasn't that and uh the punisher. But he he plays great <laughs> yeah. crazy. Uh he was in a movie called Leave No Trace, which I just saw, which the boxers just reviewed. I liked it more than they did. Um they he ripped was also in the
1: the Punisher movie he was in, he had all those piercings and the guy ripped yeah. them all out, remember? And like he wouldn't say where Punisher was. Which oh, you remember like, him oh, in uh, 30 Days of Night? Where he played like the. Oh, the... yeah. Dude, 30 Days of Night's a good movie. That's a good movie. Yeah. And what a great way, premise. I think that, it feels I think like fucking 30 my, uh... Days Night here, by the way, since it, since Daylight Seriously? Savings. What the hell's going on? I looked at my wife. I was like, what is it? Fucking midnight? And it was like six Oh two. Jesus. Anyway, you're a pick of the pod. Ryan, I, uh, you might not believe me, but I loved, did not like, I loved the Adam Sandler Netflix special. Come on. Loved it. Come loved on. Loved it. I was in tears at one point laughing. I had such a great time with it. I had so much fun. So it's just, it's shot really well, Like whether you think it's funny or not. You can't deny that it's shot really well because he must have done this act in like a million places. And it's one of those specials where.
2: Oh, it's a like shot together with like different.
1: Yeah, so he's like yeah. in like a different spot. Like he keeps b- 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 bouncing around. So he'll tell a few jokes, then he plays a few songs, like a lot of short songs. Like, yeah. So if you like his CDs, which I was like obsessed with, in his tapes, but you know, when it's a lot of that kind of stuff. He also at the end has he does a song about Chris Farley, which is which is really good too. Just talking and about like how he funny misses or his like friend. nice, um, more nice than funny, but like some good lines in there too. Yeah. Um, but some really good. Like honestly, it's legit funny and it's it's not like crazy dirty,
2: but it's not PG 13 at all either. You know? Okay. So like, it's, yeah. it's good. Adam Sandler. Um, uh, last bit I'll leave you with too. And I, I'll get crushed. Cause I just popped into my head more Ben Foster stuff. Oh, good. Uh, just married to Laura prepon of that, that seventy show.
1: How, a small daughter. world,
2: huh? And she's probably I gotta she's gotta be like a foot taller than him, right? She's very tall. She was good in slackers. Yeah, she was. We always going to make a slackers reference now from his point out Kulithan. Kulithan. Yeah. And I would say before anyone says anything, Ben Foster's best movie by far is Hell or High Water. There's the, Ooh, I've not I've not seen that movie yet. See Hell or High Water. It's awesome. Do you, oh, like you know old Country? Movie... Do you know Country for do you watch No Country for Old Men? I did like that, yeah. It's better than that. Dude, do you know what movie I – oh, it's better than that? I think so. Oh, wow. It's, like, it's right. like that but better.
1: You know what movie I just saw recently, and I guess this fits pick of the pod. I, I could have saved it for next week, but I want to tell you now. I, it somehow slipped through the cracks. Like It was one where as soon as I saw the previews, I'm like, oh, I want to see that. But it's yeah. been out for like two or three years now. It's actually on Netflix, and I never saw it until recently. Ex Machina. Oh, awesome movie. Oh my God, is it awesome? I'm awesome like, I don't movie. know why I didn't. Like, it literally it was one of those ones where just for a number of reasons, it just, I didn't see it. Like, I don't yeah. know why. I just, I didn't. And finally sat down and watched it. I was like, I'll start it, see how it is. It just wa- loved it. Loved it. Just loved sucks it. you in.
2: Just sucks you in from the beginning.
1: How, and like, to have like basically three characters, that's it. It's almost like Ten Cloverfield Lane, where it's like these are the three people that you're going to talk to the whole movie, and it's just gonna it's gonna be quick paced, and it's just gonna be great story, and just kind of a nice
2: twist, like just awesome, awesome, and fun stuff. stuff. I watched Ten Cloverfield Lane again, and it's better the second time you see it. Oh, I got to do that. I, I haven't watched it. I don't, I don't think in a long, and maybe since the
1: theater. Like it's been Mary a while since I've seen it. Elizabeth Winstead. <sighs> Boom, bam. There you go. There's do reason to watch that movie. You're not going to get a better actress going. I can't find one. She's so good. All right, Ryan, that's going to do it. Next week, what do you say? Haunt the haunting of Hill House. Let's do it. Let's do Hill House. All right. Hill House. We're going to do a Hill House. So check that out. It's only ten episodes. Also a Netflix show. So check out Hill House. Would have fit nicely in Dorktober, but I was not done in time. And uh, there's a lot to there's a lot to unpack with Hill House. There is. So give that a watch, and we will talk about it next week. You can rate, review, and subscribe on the iTunes. You can follow us on Twitter at Dork Podcast. Our YouTube channel is just youtube.com slash dorkpodcast. You
2: can email us anytime, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. And Davey, be twitching. Be twitching at Arvon D on any social media. Uh, check out Movember.com. Check out my most base on there. Please consider donating to this very worthy cause. And on Instagram, I just found out I've been saying this, Arvon uh, D on all social medias. I'm actually Arvon D603 on Instagram.
1: Oh, there's the problem. There's the hang up. There, there it there is. Goes. Yep. All right. All right. Actually, Dork Podcast has an Instagram. We've never really used it, but it's yeah. I'm supposed to exist. be running
2: it, but I don't leave my house, so it's kind of mm. difficult to do. Dork Podcast You should podcast just take stuff. pictures
1: of like your shoes and stuff, and just be like, hey, I this is,
2: Or like your computer setup. Actually, people probably want to see your setup. People want to do see my, my rig. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
1: All right, Ryan. Another perfect episode.
2: We did it. Hashtag. It's the hashtag, hashtag Dork Podcast. podcast. <laughs> Baseball is back.